Hey guys, it's Lisa and Caitlin. And this week's episode of Royally Obsessed is brought to you by Wave, an entertainment app where you can read full magazines and listen to music and then share that content with your friends. For instance, if you want to listen to Bon Jovi, it's on there. And People Magazine with all the royal news, also on there. Yes, I still don't know why you're listening to music from 1987, but I'm listening to Ariana Grande's Sweetener. So all you guys have to do is sign up on wave.com that's w-e-y-v.com and use promo code royal18 and then download the app in the app store or wherever you get your apps i don't understand (laughs) yes and then share your content with us because we want to know what you're reading and listening to yes so on to the pod hear ye hear ye please rise for their majesties of royally obsessed the podcast for all things royals stand by three cheers Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. There's a lot. You just need to know a lot. (laughs) That's it. We're out. (laughs) Goodbye. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. We love the Facebook group. I don't really use Facebook, but I like this group. I yes, look it's at true. It. It's a happy place. Yes. Uh, so please subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review as we have established repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly, yes. which is redundant of me to say. <laughs> we read everyone and we take your comments to heart. Yes. And you can also send us an old-fashioned email at info at gallerypodcast.com. And this week's royal refreshment is... And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Whiskey ginger. It's whiskey ginger, yeah. We're, we're back on the crown royale. I was just in Canada this weekend because it's where I'm from and I had a family event to go to. So we're drinking crown royal because it's from Canada and then also the crown. Yeah, of course. Oh, it's crown royal. It's not crown royale. No, but growing up, my dog's middle name was royale because she was a white dog and we wanted to name her Remington, but then my brother thought it'd be funny to name her after this toilet paper brand in Canada called Royale. And so we compromised and made Royale with an E, her middle name. I, that's beautiful. Remington Royale Ryan. Rest in peace. <laughs> I can't make jokes about your dead dog now. I know. I loved her. Well, it's so sad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we have a packed show this week. Uh, first, we have highlights from the Royal Tour. Yeah. We had to outline this because we have so much to say, and there have been, you know, four events-ish a day. I don't think we've ever been so organized. It, it's the most, We had to be, because there's just so much to talk about, so we're going to jump right in. And Kate reminds us that she's a princess. Yes. Is there boy drama brewing between the Cambridge brothers? There might just be. Actually, no. One of them is a Cambridge. The other is oh, a Mount Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> the Wales Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> and Prince George has a cute hobby. The best hobby. I'm, this is my favorite story. So now we're going to get into this week's email, which Caitlin's going to read. Yes. Um, so this is from our listener, Rachel. And the subject is Emma Louise Connolly and her Kate connection. So we were talking about Emma Louise Connolly last week, and we were like, who dat? You guys, I just finished listening to the latest podcast with Katie, who I also love, about Yuja's wedding, and of course that Meggers is Preggers. Wait. <laughs> Meggers is Preggers? Wait. <laughs> 
How did no? We are professional headline writers, and that did not occur to me until now. I think it's because we've been operating on so little sleep. Wow. But also the British press, nobody else. Come on. Anyway, beyond excited, but I wanted to clear up the mystery person you discussed. So Katie was keen to supersize Emma Louise Connolly's look from the wedding, and you weren't sure who she was. She's a British model who was engaged to Oliver Proudlock obviously. Proudlock, as he's known, used to star in a UK reality TV show called Made in Chelsea. This is the very same show that Spencer Matthews, a.k.a. Pippa Middleton's brother-in-law stars in, and who was the best man at Pippa and James's wedding. So she must know Kate, and we know she knows Eugenie. Small world, excuse me, small world in Chelsea, huh? Side note, Harry and Meghan are en route to my hometown, Wellington, New Zealand, in a week's time. I literally cannot wait, booking Monday off work to hopefully catch a glimpse of them. Keep up the great royal work, ladies. I look forward to my Friday morning commute these days. Curtsies and air kisses, Rach. I love Rach. Love you, Rach. Also, I love Made in Chelsea. The two things got me through last December when I was sort of reeling from a breakup and also December is the worst. One, um, The Crown, season two, the Barrel episode especially, and the other was Made in Chelsea because they put it on Hulu and I watched an entire season. And so I should have known that Proudlock was the connection there. I'm My mind is blown. Okay, so... My embarrassing confession is that I've never watched this show, which I know is really shameful of me. But is never it... watched Made in Chelsea. No, I've never. No, I mean, you're okay. Like you're saving a lot of brain cells. It's not. It's not. It's not Oscar worthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, wait. My question is: Is this more like The Hills, or is it like Real Housewives? Thousand percent The Hills. It's oh. shot like The Hills. It it was filmed. I want to say this show started around maybe like. So it's Prime Hills time. It's in that very similar style of like really heightened cinematography, but then really hilariously dumb dialogue about fakey scenarios with a bunch of beautiful people. Um, Oh, my God. I watched like 22 episodes in three days. So I guess the important questions are, first, is there a place like Ledoux? Yes. Okay, great. And number two, is there a Justin Bobby? There... uh... I would say Proudlock is kind of a Justin Bobby, like a completely ridiculous person of maybe indeterminate sexuality who gets to have drama with multiple kinds of people because of that sexuality. Okay, and follow-up question. Yes. Is this the show that Stephanie Pratt, sister of Spencer Pratt, who is sometimes on the hills, I think, but I'm yes. not really sure. Is this one she's on? Yes. Oh, my God. It all comes back to Made in Chelsea and on a couple of different directions for the royals because of Spencer Matthews, um, you know, his brother marrying Pippa. So this is now a second connection to Made in Chelsea. So, my God, Rachel, I'm very grateful to you because I'm going to go home after this and really start digging. And you've given me an excuse to start watching Made in Chelsea again. You've given me an excuse to just start. Yeah, everyone start. Like, I mean, I don't think we're going to have a break from the Brits anytime soon, as we know, but it's a really good helper to fill that in. And if you miss the Hills or you were a Hills person, it's really great for that. It's all on Hulu. Anyway, (laughs) I (laughs) swore we wouldn't waste any time, but you got me started on Made in Chelsea. So here we are. Well, let's get into this week in royal history because it's actually really, really sweet. And now, this week in royal history. It's been... uh, Eight years on October 18th, 2010 is when William proposed to Kate. At least this is how Hello Magazine reports it. I don't know that we ever got an exact date, but it's because they made the announcement on November 16th, 2010. And William at the time said he proposed while on their trip to Kenya with friends a few weeks earlier in October. And so it's been placed to this week. Yeah. By the tabs. 
I mean, I just think it's cute. Like they propose, he proposed in Kenya because Africa is so important to him. And, but then he, in that interview that they gave after they announced their engagement, where it was the first time you got to see Kate speak and she was so excited, but so nervous. And so she wasn't speaking that much and just kind of like more giddy than anything. And William was speaking a lot for her, which seems very sweet because he's yes. like, don't worry, I got this, hun. Um, he talked about how he had been carrying it around in his bag and like yeah. the engagement ring. And it's this like expensive engagement yeah. ring. Like, you don't want to be carrying that around. Not to mention his mother is an, an heirloom. And yeah. Yeah. But that's so sweet. So, I, I mean, they've been together for so long. Yeah, at the time, uh, Kate called the moment very romantic before admitting it was, quote, a total shock, which... Not to delve back into the weighty Katie thing, but they'd been dating for maybe eight years. And so how shocking was it? Maybe nine years. Maybe it was a shock in that she didn't think he'd be carrying it around in Africa. Yeah. And they were on a trip with their friends. So maybe that's not the most romantic time to propose. But anyway, we're we're so happy that they're happy. And And I can't believe it's been eight years because I remember when they made that announcement and the shiny blue dress and her flippy hair and the interview. And I remember I was working at a women's magazine at the time and we were like, drop everything. We we literally had an emergency content meeting. And this was before I worked on digital. But it was like, what stories do we have to wipe out to make room for something off this story? That's so funny. In a print magazine. And I remember I loved the dress because I... I mean, as you know, Caitlin, I gravitate towards navy dresses anyway. I have like a problem, but I loved it. And then I don't know if it was immediately after or like shortly thereafter. um, Banana Republic did this uh, partnership with, I believe, with the dress designer, Mm -hmm. which was Issa. Issa, yeah. And they made kind of a replica of the dress. But I was very poor (laughs) because I was living in New York and in my early 20s. Yeah. So I did not buy it. But boy, did I want to. I still love Issa. And Years later, she wore that turquoise Issa dress, which is like one of my all-time favorite Kate dresses with the lace and like the low V. I love a low V. Anyway, so that was eight years ago. Wow, wow, wow. We are old. later. (laughs) We are old. You are all old. Time marches on. They now have three children. Let's drink to this. Let's drink to that. By the way, Caitlin, I have drank so much more than you have, (laughs) and we've only been at this a few minutes. You might have had a tougher day than I had. Mm. Plus, as we've discussed, I can only gulp down beer and wine. I'm not really good at cocktails. It's something I'm working on. I was like, I need mm. some whiskey. Mm-hmm. Let's make it Canadian. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. okay, so, okay. <laughs> we at the same time. <laughs> also, in my former life, I was a cheerleader, so I'm... Me too. <laughs> ready, okay, is how I transition things. Kate, go do it. Herky. <laughs> I called you Kate again. <laughs> well, I understand that. Um, okay, so where should we begin with Australia? Let's pull out our handy list with Please. bullet points. Please pull out the incredibly complicated outline. Shall we begin with fashion? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. So basically, before we do this, I want to just say we are being super chill about this because there's absolutely no way we can cover everything from this tour because there is so much to cover. We're only halfway through or maybe even a third through on the night that we're taping this. And yeah, just wow. And even as we're taping, it's nighttime and they're, you know, when it's nighttime in New York, that means they have just begun their day over there. So they're at an event right now. And <laughs> yeah, I keep peeking at it on my phone because it looks really cute. But we'll get to that. Um, we'll try to get to that, I guess is what yes. I'm saying. So 
keep that in mind. And if we don't cover a look that you love or a moment that you love, just write to us and let us know. But don't criticize us because (laughs) (laughs) we're doing our best. We're trying. We're really trying. We're doing our best. Yes. Actually, if we miss one of your favorite moments and you would like us to go back to it or like us to unpack it a little bit, please do write to us because I would love an opportunity to go back. And who knows? In November, they might go dark for a while and we'll have to just keep living off this tour forever. So some favorite fashion moments. The first thing that comes to mind and I think will always come to mind, I can already predict with this tour, is this beautiful blue dress that she wore to the state dinner in Fiji. The designer is Safia, and I tried to look up the pronunciation of this, and I really couldn't find it anywhere because the designer is actually pretty small. Um, But the dress was in Fiji blue. Apparently, it is like their sort of country color, and it's in the flag, and the color was beautiful. She looked unbelievable. A great, great makeup. She was wearing the queen's earrings, like really decked out. It's just perfect dress. I loved the the cape was sort of similar to styles she's worn in the past. Um, her little baby bump was on display and she kept sort of hugging it. I just thought it was one of, if not my all-time favorite Meghan Markle look. I think she looked amazing. And yeah, it looked just like, at first I thought it was Stella McCartney because I don't know as much about fashion as you do. And I just remember the cape from Stella, but it's it was stunning. She looked so beautiful. But one of my favorite things, and maybe this is going to out me as someone who's basic, but I loved her Martin Grant trench coat. Yes. Because I love a good trench coat. I have a trench coat that I think I got like on discount and it's Michael Kors, but it really just costs like a hundred bucks. It's on sale somewhere, but it doesn't look this good. And my dream is to be someone that owns a Burberry trench, which of course. may happen, probably won't. But <laughs> this Martin Grant trench, at first I assumed it was Burberry, but it's not. It's an Australian designer. And I just thought she looked so chic. And I love that she wore it more than one time as someone would do when they're jacket. Yeah, like like a normal person. She's like, oh, I have this jacket. Let me wear it more than once. Yeah, that's how clothes work, which actually gives me a great visual of how many trunks do you think they flew from the UK to Australia with? I can't even imagine. You know, it's what what an endeavor. Um, But yeah, I loved the trench. Um, She's really been doing a sort of a lot of basics. So a lot of basics when she's traveling, like when she's in transit. So we've seen a whole lot of white button down tops with black jeans um, or white button down with blazers, a lot of blazers. Um, One of the Invictus Games events, she was wearing an Invictus Games polo and then did a sort of white blazer over that. A lot of a lot of blazers, a lot of like business casual kind of looks. And normally I wouldn't be a fan of a white blazer because we are not living in American Psycho. And that's the only <laughs> place I can really imagine someone wearing a white blazer. But I thought she looked so chic in it. Yeah. Like she looked really good. And I mean, obviously she's not going to spill coffee all over it. Like this morning on my couch, I was just like, what was I watching? I was watching some royal video and I thought it was cute. And I went up to go like send it to somebody and then immediately spilled coffee all over mm-hmm. my sweatshirt yeah, sure, and sure, like, sure. Uh, I couldn't be her no no not all of us could that's how I feel about white pants but a white blazer is pretty bad too but my favorite blazer was the Serena Williams one that she yes. wore and so this is fun like this is fun because first of all Serena Williams is one of her best friends so of course she'd want to support her but also as someone who follows Jessica Mulroney and Serena Williams on Instagram I know that Jessica and Serena are friends as well, at least from the royal wedding. I don't know if it's from before because I see them kind of commenting on each other's stuff sometimes. And if Jessica styled Megan for this tour, which we can all safely assume she at least played 
a big role in, yes. then I can think like, oh, maybe she was like, oh, this would be a great way to incorporate Serena. Yeah. I mean, when you have so many outfits, you get to have so many statements, which, okay, maybe it's depending on who you are, how you feel about these things. Maybe it's a little silly that her clothes make such a statement, but it really goes to show like she can have such an impact by doing that. So she gets to slip in a Serena Williams moment. Like she's changing so many Australian designers lives with this tour, which is just that's just kind of a meta comment. Like I'm just really amazed at, again, the planning that goes into something like this. And each designer is impeccably chosen for maximum impact, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Martin Grant designed the trench coat. And then he also designed the maxi dress that she wore on the beach in the anti-bad vibe circle, which we'll talk about in a little <laughs> bit. But like, you know, she's she's doing yes. a lot of work for these Australian designers. and Crashing their websites. Yeah. And and then, of course, we have to mention this. She wore Amelia Wickstead again. Yes. So on one of the more serious days, it was the opening of the Anzac Memorial like expansion. Um, so Harry was in his full sort of army regalia. And then she wore this pretty severe black Amelia Wickstead dress. Um, as we discussed earlier um, in the spring, there was a tiny bit of drama with Amelia Wickstead around her wedding dress, around Megan's wedding dress, that maybe, like, there were some comments attributed to Amelia that she was kind of pissy that the wedding dress looked like one of her designs but wasn't one of her designs, and Kate always wears her designs, so it's sort of like a little drama, but she's worn Amelia Wickstead since then to sort of, like, smooth things over, it seemed, and now here she is wearing a royal designer at the time where she sort of needs to be the most royal and most serious. And so it was a perfect pick for such a, you know, intense event for like veterans and things like that. And okay, she looked amazing in the dress, but my favorite thing about that was that she wore the black fascinator that she wore to the wedding that was also on her birthday and that some of the tabloids have speculated is the night that she got pregnant, which is disgusting (laughs) but i also still am like maybe (laughs) right a little nod so i think of it as her pregnancy hat yeah or like just the fact that you could rewear a fascinator and that'd be breaking news but um yeah so that was a great look um oh and then also you love this dress oh yes pointing to a a bullet point (laughs) (laughs) yes i liked um this was like not an official appearance it was just her on a photographed on a boat but she wore this maroon dress with little white polka dots and it was from another stories which is sort of an h&m offshoot um are owned by h&m and it's one of the like mass market brands that megan's been wearing the most she also wore the same day as the serena williams uh blazer day she wore j crew booties which have since sold out in every possible size um and so, yes, she wore this really just cute, I think because, A, I love a polka dot and I love a basic <laughs> printed dress, like really simple. You could dress it up or down and like you could wear it to a barbecue or to work. Um, that was why I loved that one. And also it very much echoed the dress that Kate Middleton had worn earlier that week. Um, Kate also wore a maroon dress with white polka dots um, at an event at Kensington Palace. So, of course, there ended up being a story where they're like, what? Which one? Yeah. I don't know if it's like who wore it better, but they're like twinning moments. Yeah. Like they, they definitely texted over that is basically what I'm saying. Also, not for nothing. Megan's been photographed on this tour with holding a cell phone, her iPhone. And I'm like, ha ha. It's such a small <laughs> thing. But I'm always like, oh, they're real people. Ha ha. What do you have on there? Well, you know who she's texting? Jessica Mulroney because Jessica was in town yes. because her husband, Ben, works for um, eTalk in Canada and he was uh, working the Invictus Games. And so she tagged along and she said it was their 10-year anniversary trip. But I also assume she saw her best friend yes, during that time. For sure. 
So, yeah, texting that, texting Jessica, and then texting Kate to be like, hey, girlfriend, hey, sister. And they're both wearing maroon polka dots. Really <laughs> like, cute. LOL. Actually, it's kind of like you and me because we're both wearing maroon right now. Yeah, we're actually, this is, when we first started the podcast, <laughs> um, uh, Lisa and I would have to text each other the mornings of because we kept wearing the exact same thing. And then we would do those social media promos that we do that you will see if you follow us on Instagram. And we kept matching and it was embarrassing. Eventually, we stopped dressing alike. I don't know if that's actually better or worse. And so, but then today we're back to matching. I G-chatted you before I left because I was working from home and I was like, I'm going to put on some clothes because I've been wearing pajamas all day. Yeah. But you had already left. No, no. We're both in maroon. You'll see it in the Instagram soon. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then also on the beach, she wore a dress by Reformation, which I've never worn any of their stuff, but I know a lot of people who love them. Well, they're like very, to me, that's a brand that is so like New York City cool that on me, like it's always like those bias cut sort of like silk dresses, like Carolyn Bissette style that on my body look disgusting. Yeah, that's why like I see. I don't mean to be self-shamey, but like they just don't look right on me. Oh, yeah. I should have been like, no, you're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of friendship is this? It's an honest one. No, but I look at the pictures for their dresses and I'm always like, this is so chic. I wish I could wear it. Exactly. But it's like, I can't wear a bra with it or like, yeah. my boobs will look weird. Or it's like, always just thigh. like a silk, like, like a slip with, with no like bust support or waist. And you just have to be a little waif to wear them like Meghan Markle. Yes. So, um, yeah, she wore Reformation on the beach. Um, or no, that was the slit one. Was and that then- the slit one? Yeah, the slit one. The slit one. Yeah. And as we speak, as we record on Tuesday night, Megan and Harry are at an event and she's wearing a pink dress. It's very, like, it's quite festive because they're in yes. Fiji. And it's by a brand called Figure. Is that how you say it? I think so. F-I-G-U-E. G-U-E. Oh, I, I think I saw it with an R. Okay, this oh. is truly breaking news. That's why we're not getting it right because some I saw from some of the royal reporters I follow said figure, but I'm wondering if that was <laughs> autocorrect of theirs. I bet it's an autocorrect. Um, maybe just like figure. But in any case, that dress is beautiful. I love a printed dress. It's F-I-G-U-E. Okay. I love a printed dress when they're on vacation. And she has flowers in her hair. Yeah, she has flowers in her hair. And the dress has a tie with little pom-poms on it. It's oh. just like very, very fun. And Harry's wearing, like I what, I'm, what I imagine is sort of a Fiji print shirt. It has, it's like very loud and blue and it has big leaf prints all over it. Okay, new life goal. I want to go on vacation with them. Well, duh. And I also would really like to go to Fiji. In fact, if I remember correctly, in the spring when they announced this trip, you and I were like, how do we get to Fiji? Hmm. That's weird. Matt. <laughs> it's our Just producer. Who is getting married, by the way? <laughs> yes. Congratulations to Matt. He's marrying Jenna, who is very cute and likes the Real Housewives. Yes. And loves this podcast. Yes. We love her, too, for loving us. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to this, too. Okay. And also, another thing that we wanted to say about fashion is... We just want to kind of address the concept of criticism. Yes. Because this is something that we've been seeing, not just with us, but also with our friend Elizabeth Holmes, who has her amazing Instagram series that everyone should follow, E. Holmes. But if if somebody criticizes an outfit worn by one of the royals that we're all fans of, it doesn't mean that they necessarily don't like them. Like, I can, for instance, be like, hey, I'm not a fan of white blazers. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying that Megan is awful or not 
or stupid for yeah. choosing one. Yeah, I'm not saying anything about her. It's more about me and my taste. And we can say it in the context of these people because, first of all, they're public figures and because we're fascinated by them and we yes. have a genuine interest in them. And so it's not it's not that we're saying like, oh, she's the freaking worst. Look at her in this like outfit we think is bad. It's mm-hmm. just... Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because obviously we like to keep a really positive tone here. Um, but sometimes, of course, we, part of the discussion is to say like that didn't fit quite right. Or as we've discussed, and Lisa will tense up just when I bring this up, but I had issues with her wedding dress. Oh, God. <laughs> Another slig of the whiskey. <laughs> but it's just that's what we're here for is to discuss these things. And we're always going to keep things upbeat and positive. And there are certain lines we try not to cross, like discussing her body and things like that um but that's part of the fun is to discuss what could have been improved with the fashion and fashion of all the things is fun and light and sometimes they're going to make missteps and we're here to discuss that too um i think it's worth discussing and criticizing the the bad choices that they make so that we can really celebrate when she for example knocks it out of the park with that fiji blue dress at the state dinner okay i know what caitlin's doing tonight she's looking for affordable versions of that dress because (laughs) it's on i have no place to be in a blue caped dress oh my god you can come to royally obsessed and wear your blue cape (laughs) you don't have to wear your maroon anymore yeah i'll wear it on the seven train here okay we have to now go into some of our favorite moments from the tour yes um, so let's say, oh, we have on our note lots of PDA. So, so many PDA moments. That event they went to in the rain where uh, Megan's like holding oh the God. umbrella for him and they look like they're in a Nicholas Sparks movie. Well, you know what they look like to me? Like they're just living out the Rihanna song. You can sit under my umbrella. Ella, yeah. Ella. I agree. I just, who can look romantic in the rain unless you're in a Taylor Swift video? And the two of them are just, it's as if no one else is there. They're just under their umbrella looking into each other's eyes. Like, they're like that in every photo. And I know that they know they're being photographed, obviously, but it's just hard. You can't act that. They're not that good of actors. They just look the look of love is in their eyes. So I also loved, we put this on the uh, Royally Obsessed Instagram, this like tiny little video clip of they're at an event and they're holding hands and then Harry's uh, speaking or he's listening to someone else speak and he wraps his other hand around the back and takes her hand. Like he's holding his hand behind his own lower back and then he sweeps his other hand behind to hold it with both hands. Like he has to be grasping her with both hands. Oh. <laughs> Lisa's crumpling in the corner. So that was. I just want to hug them both. It's just not in a thruple way, in a friend way. (laughs) They're just so incredible. So I just, I love all the PDA moments. Um, There was the event where Megan friggin' baked banana bread. Like, who has time to do that? Okay, I was thinking today, should I bake? like some pumpkin bread because I bought this pumpkin bread mix from Trader Joe's and I was like, I should probably bake this so I can eat it. And then I was like, I have no time. Megan just flew across the freaking world. Is pregnant. Is pregnant, is jet lagged. Is doing 76 events in two weeks. Yeah. And it was like her second official day or something. She brought some banana bread. Where was she baking the banana bread? On the airplane? In an (sighs) easy bake oven? Where? I don't know. Like... I want to know how she gets it done. And one of the Royal Report, that's a, that's a The Cut franchise that Lisa and I both work on. <laughs> Thecut.com, read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to understand how she did it. And one of the Royal's reporters, um, she tweeted, not the recipe, but said that it had, inc- excuse me, that it included ginger and chocolate chips. It was Rebecca English. Rebecca English. Of yes. the Daily Mail, who I follow, and she's such a good source. Yes. And so I just, 
I need to understand. I also really want to try that. That sounds delicious. Yes. And then, of course, there was a viral video that everyone is swooning over where a little boy gives Harry a hug and is kind of playing with his beard. And then he goes and gives Megan a hug. And it's like the first time you really see her truly like embrace a child. And she's just such a natural. I know. And then he gives Harry another hug and it's just so cute. Yeah, God bless that kid. He goes in for a hug with Harry um, and then pulls back, grabs his little chin hairs and then goes to Megan Hugser and then goes back to Harry. And then plays with his head hairs. Yes. This is this is who I would have be. This is who I would be now, certainly, if I were given access to the two of them. <laughs> I would just collapse into their arms and then scratch Harry's chin. That's definitely what would happen. <laughs> Same, Sorry, actually. Megan. Um, but that was a very, all the, the kids have been amazing also every single stop they do they get another stuffed animal usually native to the country they're in so that's just very sweet and i wonder where all the stuffed animals go and then going back to rebecca english from the daily mail yes as we speak uh, megan is giving a speech in fiji at an event and i haven't seen video of it because it's literally happening right now yes but rebecca tweeted out a quote from it and i thought it was pretty remarkable to see megan talk about this because i don't really we haven't even had time to look at like the context of the event but Megan talks about um, going through university and like the financial aid she had. So she said, quote, it was through scholarships, financial aid programs and work study where my earnings from a job on campus went directly towards my tuition that I was able to attend university. Wow. Like whoever thought that a woman who had financial financial aid and had to work on campus like how you did the IT desk. <laughs> like I worked at the IT desk among many, many other jobs I had on campus. Yeah, like she's in the royal family. Like I mm-hmm. have student loans. I had scholarships. Yeah. Like I think that's so remarkable and that must bring such an interesting insight. Granted, university over there is not as expensive as it is over here. Yeah, well, that's, I love that Megan, <laughs> well, while in Fiji, would take the chance to mention the horrible tragedy that is American student loans. <laughs> Way to go, Megan. Thanks for that. Thank you. Thank you. A real woman of the people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that like, great speech. We can't wait to find out more. And also she's wearing one of my favorite dresses with little pom-poms on it. It's like very anthropology. Yeah, I love that she's giving an important speech about like education or something. Debt. Oh, and of course. OK, so we we cannot go any further without mentioning the drums it's not actually a drum circle it was a mental health circle they went to one of their final events in australia for now because they circled back to australia they were on uh, bondi beach in sydney and they went to this circle that is people started i don't remember how it began but it is something that happens i believe every friday on bondi beach where people get together and you can wear colorful colorful outfits and they do yoga and they talk about their feelings and it's an anti-bad vibe circle I love it so much. And the pictures of them, they were full on doing it. They were Mm -hmm. sharing their own thing. Like Megan's like, oh, yeah, I woke up at 430 to do yoga. Oh, my God. This morning I tried to get up before seven and I couldn't. I don't know how how between all the binder readings to prepare and all of her speeches and she's baking banana bread and she's planning these outfits and then she freaking does yoga at four o'clock in the morning. Also, she's probably puking still because she's in like her first or maybe beginning of her second trimester. It's mind blowing. Oh yeah, we have to mention this is not a favorite moment. This is an aside. But um, Megan had to announce that she needed to kind of reduce her workload on this trip because she needed to rest a little bit because she immediately landed in Australia, which is very far from England. And 
she didn't have like a moment to just sleep yeah. and every hour has been packed as you guys can all see because of all the photos that are rolling in all the time and so the opening night of the invictus games that event actually ran two hours over so it ran really late into the night and she was there for the whole thing and so the very next morning um she was just too pooped and they announced that not like sort of formally through kensington palace or anything i think just to the reporters that she would be skipping a couple of events in the next couple of days just to rest up yeah and when that came out i was like wow she's not going to go to like a lot of things but no she was still everywhere she, she just went to like not a couple of things yeah yeah and so like for example that another story's dress was like not a formal appearance it was just like her walking pop, down a pier walking down a pier yeah and exactly cradling her teeny little bump yeah so a week ago we were discussing like we really got into it with our guest katie strino about why did she announce when she announced and she could have hidden this for another couple of weeks but as we've seen like girls bumping yeah i mean it seems small to us, but we've, Caitlin and I have never been pregnant, so we can't really comment on it. I no. feel like, I feel like there are people who have been pregnant before who can provide better insight, but I feel like I'm just going <laughs> to fall into some sort of a trap where I say the wrong thing because I can't, I can't relate. Yeah. She just, she's been hugging it a lot and I don't, yeah, I guess the debate is that she doesn't really need to because it's such a, it's barely a bump, but it's it makes for some really cute photos and so, she knows so she, cute at the end of the day she knows what we're after and she hugs the bump and it looks really cute in the photos yes what can you do okay all that australia stuff was exhausting we need to take a very quick break and a nap and a, no naps um and when we come back the cambridges are also doing things i'm taking a nap <laughs> we're not taking a nap Hey, Caitlin, how have you been listening to music and or reading magazines lately? <laughs> I've been using Wave, which is this awesome entertainment app where you can listen to music and read magazines, like full layouts, just the way you would buy them off newsstands, which I require as a magazine lover. Um, and I've been using that recently. And then I can share the content with you, of course, my best friend and other friends. So if I wanted to see a full page spread of Meghan Markle looking amazing on people, I don't have to go to the newsstand and buy it. I can just see it on this app which i love and i really miss honestly so if i wanted to check out the november in style with tracy ellis ross on the cover all i have to do is go to wave yes it's awesome you can see all the outfits the way they were meant to be seen that photo shoot it's beautiful oh that's great i'm looking now i'm seeing southern living people style travel and leisure yes like everything i need travel and leisure is very helpful if i want to fantasize that i'm in the uk finally that's amazing and so how do i even sign up so you can go to wave.com that's w-e-y-v.com use promo code royal 18 and then you can download the app in the app store whichever app store you use um, and that's how you can get started amazing i'm gonna do it now <laughs> yes and now back to the pod and we're back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a basic assignment and some whiskey. Woo. So despite our bullet points, we have still spent a lot of time talking about all this. So we're going to quickly go through the rest. Yes. So tonight, Tuesday night, Kate went to a state dinner Ugh. and she went full on princess, like full on princess. <laughs> yes. The, yes. The queen of the Netherlands and her husband are in the UK. And so even though... Those uh, Sussexes are over in Australia getting all the attention. I like that the Queen, that Queen Elizabeth, and also the Cambridges were like, "Excuse me, we still exist, and we're hosting the Netherlands for this major state visit." And so they had a big dinner tonight, and so Kate went full princess, which, as I've established, is my absolute favorite look for anybody. She's wearing a pale, like an icy pale blue, honestly kind of promy dress. <laughs> 
Speaking of having criticisms about dresses, the dress is like a little prommy for my taste. Um, I'm trying to figure out who the designer is, but I can't find it. Honestly, it looks a little Jessica McClintocky, so that's the designer I'm going to suggest. <laughs> I doubt it's Jessica freaking McClintock. <laughs> Listen, that's what I wore to my senior prom, so I don't know what you're insinuating. Um, yeah, New Jersey. Excuse me. I but, say with respect. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Um, but yeah, it's like a little promy for my taste, and she. But I will say she looks obviously stunning. I love. I do like the color a lot. This like ice blue with her dark hair, and she's wearing one of Diana's tiaras. The Cambridge Lovers Knot. Yeah, it's an iconic tiara. It's my favorite one on her. Yeah, so she looks spectacular. Oh my god, what if we see Megan in it one day? It could happen. Oh, and speaking of. The contrast between them being separate people. I'm like, what are you doing? Bad transition again. But since we got to go through these quick. Yeah. Um, so there was this report in the Daily Beast and it was written by Tom Sykes, who is a very like legit royal reporter. And he suggested that there may be some drama a brewing between the Cambridges and the Sussex, but not with the women, with the boys, because apparently William has bit of a temper and again we're not criticizing him but like apparently he has a little bit of a temper and he's very cognizant of what his role is as the future king and the fact that harry is supposed to be supporting him but right now we're all kind of obsessed with harry and megan and so it's said that there could be a bit of drama between them because the cambridges obviously yeah might want attention back on them and we we clearly do not want this to be true because we want to believe they're all just hanging out in Kensington Palace and like Megan and Harry are babysitting, even though I don't think Kate and William really go out. But, you know, right. <laughs> giving them a night off. But Tom Sykes is pretty legit. So so he's legit. But like, here's a couple of things that just don't ring true to me. Obviously, I don't know Prince William personally yet, but <laughs> yet <laughs> I can't imagine him angry at anything ever. So there's that, first of all. And I can't imagine him. They had to anticipate that this was going to be the year of Harry and Meghan on so many levels. Mm -hmm. You know, she's the splashy American. They just had the big wedding. Of course, it's going to be their year. And they're having a baby. You know, like they, the attention is going to be on them. They're going on this massive tour of Oceana. I don't know if anybody actually calls it that, but I will call it that. Um, Of course, the attention is going to be on them. And now she's pregnant. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, and also it's worth noting that William notoriously hates the press. Yeah. Like, he doesn't mind when they're helping, you know, promote one of the causes he's really passionate about, like conservation or heads together. But otherwise, he just wants the press to leave him alone. So we could potentially argue that maybe he's happy for some attention to be off of him for once. So I don't know. Like, yeah, that seems more right to me. Like, I think he would love this. And also, there are certainly ways that they could get attention back on them. Like, for example bringing out prince louis come on or royal baby number four or that but like prince louis is he just hit his six month old birthday this week this half week in royal history (laughs) is his half birthday so like there are ways to get attention if you want them well a real cute person who's getting a little bit of attention right now is prince george and caitlin (laughs) loves this story so much yes okay so another example of ways the cambridges can get my attention is to is to put out there which they did that prince george is taking ballet (laughs) she said ballet (laughs) sorry yes ballet um so i don't know how they mentioned it oh it was while they were hosting a reception at kensington palace last week prince william was speaking to a teenager uh, who's a dancer who campaigns against bullying and so 
in his bonding chatter, he said that, oh, my son's a dancer too. George is dancing, is doing dancing as well. He loves it, he said in the video. My mother always used to dance. She loved dancing. If that's something you love, you do what you love. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Keep at it. Oh my God. I know. So first of all, as always, this A, gave Gary Gennetti so much material (laughs) to know that Prince George is doing ballet and loves it. And not for nothing, like maybe this is again... I don't want to say redundant, but like maybe this is obvious, but it shouldn't be that it's pretty major in the year 2018 still for a little boy to be put into ballet. It shouldn't be. Well, in fairness, it was revealed like when the school year started that um, George's school has the kids take ballet. Yeah. So it may not have been like yeah, as, as much part of, of his choice. curriculum at Tom or Thomas's Battersea that but, he has a 35 minute ballet lesson every week. Yeah. But still, like for William to be so proud about it, like that's yes. wonderful. That's so wonderful. I feel like, I mean, I did ballet. I was not good at it, but I did it. <laughs> and in general, I feel like you should do what you love. If you, if you're a boy who wants to dance, that's yeah. wonderful. If you're a girl who wants to do something that's not necessarily associated with like femininity, then that's fine. Yeah. I just, I think that's so lovely. Yeah. And I think so much of it is enforced by the parents. So I think it says a lot that William and Kate are encouraging him to be a little dancer. Oh, I love it. I love Our tiny dancer. I love it. And Gary Janetti just posted a picture where he, um, he put Prince George's head on Billy Elliot's body. So he's like flinging <laughs> oh my himself God, up that. like that famous poster that they have of Billy Elliot. So that's hilarious. Um, so love that story. Yay, Prince George the dancer. So before we adjourn the Royal Pod, we have some highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. So, Kate, Lynn, why don't you No, start? call me Kate. Call me Kate Mids. It's so hard. Just let Your it happen. Your name is so similar. And you've got, like, such beautiful hair oh like Oh, my her. God. Well, we, yeah, I just like that we have the same initials. Um, so, yes, my high is very exciting. So, thank you to TV Line, uh, Michael Asiello, for breaking this news that The Crown Season 3 has cast a Camilla actress. I am so happy. <laughs> so, we spoke about this a little bit with Catherine from Vulture a couple weeks ago when we were doing our, like, Emmys uh, preview that... That we were wondering aloud if there would be a Camilla on season three because we know that we're going to get them as teenagers, um, Anne and Prince Charles as teenagers. And so now we know that, yes, we're going to get at least a little bit of Camilla, which means we'll see the beginning of the teenage romance that blossoms into something more. And we'll see them in the early 70s. So they have cast, her name is emerald fennel which i I just i love it so much and she's she has previously been on call the midwife um i wish i was from the uk yes and look up her photo because she looks like a beautiful she will make a beautiful camilla and she gave the best best statement so i'm going to read it in full i'm absolutely over the moon and completely terrified to be joining so many hugely talented people on the crown I absolutely love Camilla, and I'm very grateful that my teenage years have well prepared me for playing a chain-smoking cereal snogger with a pudding bowl haircut. Oh, my God. (laughs) Emerald, come on our show. British people are so much better than us. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yes. So much wittier. Um, So that's my super high. I'm thrilled about that. My super low is that if they are still announcing casting of The Crown, that really means it's not airing anytime soon. I know. You just brought the mood down. I'm sorry. Let's flip it. Let's go to my high. Your high. My high is this video that Caitlin and I saw on the multiple, multiple Kate Middleton (laughs) fan accounts that we follow on Instagram, where Kate and, like, actual Kate, not Caitlin, Kate and Prince William were arriving via helicopter to at Kensington Palace 
with little Prince Louis in their arms. And so it's just a video of them getting off the helicopter and you can't even really see it. You can see it's a baby, but you can't see anything else about it. You got no, we got nothing. But at least spotting. the elusive, the most elusive member of the royal family has appeared, sort of. So he's alive. Prince Louis is alive. He's ready to hang. I do think like, we'll get the Christmas card soon. Oh my God, we will. So we'll at least see his little face. Aww. Probably. And then my low is just trying to keep up with all of this. It's very tough. And it's the best challenge. It's the best challenge, but when it's your job, it's also very exhausting. And that's why you need a lot of whiskey. <laughs> yes. And please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here is a real review that you can use as a template. And it's from <laughs> Chamundi Flower. And it was... Uh, entitled A Joy to Listen to, which Sounds we right. agree. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Uh, they write, I look forward to downloading this podcast every Thursday morning. As an Anglophile since I visited London in 1973, I'm always up for a good chat about the British royal family. It's so much fun to listen to the young ladies. Oh my God, young. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the young ladies discuss the latest in royal happenings. Thank you for brightening my Thursday mornings. I love being called young. I know, me too. I feel so old all the time. Like, my hips hurt. and <laughs> Like, I'm glad we're doing a good job, but also I'm glad to be young. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. recognizing our youth. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that very much. We're very young mm-hmm. in certain cultures. <laughs> so <laughs> please follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKmenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram. And read more of my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. Oh yeah, mine's at the cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and until next week, God save the pod. Damn, we're freaking organized this episode. <laughs> Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.